Welcome to this week's End of Days Update, coming to you from Orlando, Florida. We had such a great time this last weekend in East Coast Believers Church Sunday morning. Then we had, had Monday night school. And if you're anywhere near the Oviedo area, Orlando area, we'll be there again tonight, Wednesday night, for a service. And if you're anywhere near the Boston area, we'll be at East Taunton Mass this weekend at Highway Church Sunday morning, Sunday night. Come, we'll have a great time getting into the Word. So we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically what's happening around the nation of Israel. And really, uh, the second coming has so many signs that it's blatant and obvious, but the rapture is signless, so we kind of pay attention to what's going to happen just after the rapture. So you have all those things happening right now, especially the last couple of weeks. You've got more global things happening that point to literally the Battle of Armageddon, which we know that's seven years later after the rapture. So let's pick up what's happened around Israel. So much is going on. Now, why would we get into this? It's about an acceleration mentality. It's not about an escape theology. It's about accelerating. So, man, you had Israel do a surface-to-surface missile attack in Syria right outside of Damascus another one of the convoys coming from Iran, bringing missiles down into Syria for Hezbollah. And it looks like five people got killed. It is intriguing that they did a surface-to-surface attack because Israel's prime minister had just met with Putin, Russia's um, president, and he said, okay, I don't want you to do any more airstrikes into Syria. So Israel said, okay, no problem. We'll do ground-to-ground strikes. The precision of that ground-to-ground strike is amazing. So they've taken out so many munitions de- uh, depots over the this last year. I, I'm counting up to them the 41 or 42 uh, strikes they've done. So Iran is determined in the midst of every nation talking to them right now. You had the, the G20 summit coming together, and it was all about climate. Uh, control, but really what they talked about was Iran, because uh, America's kind of taken, Biden's kind of taken Obama's stance, let Iran uh, continue to test and build ballistic missiles, but don't do any enriching of uranium. Well, Iran's doing both, so they're not getting anything, and Iran's really taking their time coming to the table. So I like that the UK, France, and Germany even vocalize, hey, Iran, you've got to come to the table. So they said they will later this year, but they've already passed the threshold. A month ago, they taunted and blatantly talked about how much enriched uranium they have. So in the midst of them doing that, you've got the Palestinians trying to open up a consulate in Jerusalem. You have the U.S. coming against them saying they can't do that. Along with that, Israel said they can't. So there's a lot of, a lot of stuff's going to happen about that. But globally... You've got a U.S. carrier group in the South China Sea with a Japanese destroyer group. They're doing tests, uh, basically exercises. Because remember last week, China said, this is the third time we will nuke Japan if they interrupt our uh, dealings with Taiwan. Not we'll damage you, not we'll fight you, not we'll uh, fire a missile at you, we'll nuke you. So it's just crazy. In the midst of that, you had uh, a British carrier group get, get basically buzzed by 30 Russian planes in a two-week two period in the Pacific. So you've got Russia doing crazy things, hit, coming against battle groups. You've got China doing crazy things like that. Uh, that's, not, that's kind of the tip of the iceberg, though. All the stuff that's happening is the pressure uh, coming to what's coming. I, the Pope said this last week. We've got to have one world religion starting next year. So he talked about the Abrahamic house and the United Arab Emirates. So you, you've got the building set up for, for one world church there. You have Islam and Christianity that he says he's coming together with. So intriguing things uh, uh, coming right down the pipe. We talked about Russia rebuilding the arch for Baal worship in Palmyra, Syria. This is where the Tower of Babel was. And the Talmud says this is the last thing you'll see before the coming of the Messiah. So many things pointing to the coming of the Lord, radical drastic things. We don't even get into it every week, but even weather. Oklahoma had 31 tornadoes in the month of October. The last record was 27 
uh, tornadoes. So you've got Luke 21 coming to pass with floods here and there, uh, wildfires burning everywhere. So just like Luke 21 said, that, that nature would even be affected right before the coming of the Lord. So all this is happening along with China building that supersonic missile we talked about. Remember how we talked about it a few weeks ago? Our Joint Chiefs of Staff came out this last week saying, this is embarrassing that they found out after the fact. China has done 110 uh, tests of that hypersonic missile. America has done nine tests of ours. So he came out saying that he's concerned with uh, China's rapid increase. And what that rapid increase is for is they're going to go over with the kings of the east at the second coming. They'll come over the Euphrates River and ISIS has been damming up the Euphrates River. So it's amazing. You're seeing the setup for what's going to happen after we leave. So many things keep happening with France. Many things keep happening with the EU. It is intriguing that for climate change, everyone met and all they talked about was literally end time events and didn't even call them end time events. So, man, the setup for the coming of the Lord is there. So I'm, I'm going to be intrigued to see what happens with Israel. Uh, they have a big exercise this week on the northern part of the Golan, basically preparing for an attack from Hezbollah. They said Hezbollah is going to fire 2,000 rockets a day. So they're having a, a, a big exercise. The U.S. sent a B-1 bomber over the Middle East, and it was escorted by Saudi Arabian F-15s and and. Uh, and, and, and even uh, other uh, Arab countries, F-15s, that escorted our B-1 bomber to answer to Iran, we're going to send you a message that we're going to make you start uh, complying with what you're supposed to comply with. So with all of that, it's great excitement because the king's coming back. So let's always go to the scripture. What do we look at? Number one, Israel made a nation. Number two, Jerusalem won back. After that, you've got the Hebrew language restored. You've got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. you got the fertility of the land of Israel. you got the revival of the Roman Empire. You have the Temple Mount Institute ready to start having sacrifices. You have uh, fish showing up in the Dead Sea. You had foxes show up on the Temple Mount. I mean, that's crazy. What I thought was amazing a couple weeks ago was the, the Dead Sea water turning blood red right where Sodom and Gomorrah was. That's amazing, but it happened on the Day of Atonement. So you have all this stuff happening. God's like going, hello, wake up. Jesus is about to come back. Many more signs, though. You have the ritual baths around the Temple Mount fill up with water. You have 172 different species of predatory birds show up in the land. So, I mean, God calls on the fowl of the air to clean the land up after the Ezekiel 38 war. does the same thing after the Battle of Armageddon. So you've got the cleanup crew there. So all the things that the Bible said you'd see are right there. So we have sign after sign after sign. So there's such an excitement that should be in the church that we see the finish line, we accelerate, we run faster. End-time events, end-time preaching should bring great joy and great strength. There is no bad news for the church. I hear people saying, well, we can't talk about end-time because it scares everybody too much. That means it's being taught wrong because it's scary for the world, but for the church, great things ahead. And then you get into the signs. You've got signals now. You had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles. You had four in a row. When's the last time you had four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? NASA calls it a tetrad. 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel was made a nation. 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. And God raised up Columbus to sail the ocean blue in 1492. What did he discover? America, safe harbor for the Jews. So you have heavenly activity. Then you had the Bethlehem star this last year when Jesus was born. You had Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus come together. The constellation was Virgo. This last year, NBC Nightly News said we have a celestial event. Uh, we have the Bethlehem star. First time in 2,000 years. What was the constellation? Leo. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. Tons more signs and more activity that's hard to get into every week. But really, we pay attention to what's happening around Israel and we go, wow, Jesus is about to come back. 
that. So how do we respond? Help your local church, help your local pastor, get more engaged, be, be involved. This is it. Uh, we're, I used to say we had tons of time left. I don't think we have tons of time left. I mean, the, literally things are lining up flawlessly like the Bible said they would. You even had water come out of a wall of rock in Jordan, right in Petra, right where the Jews are going to go for safety midway through the trip. I mean, crazy, forming a waterway. So many more things like that happening that point to his return. So we're so privileged and so blessed. Let's let the signs push us to accelerate to do his bidding in the earth right here before he comes. Man, thanks for watching this week. We'll come back next week and we'll see if Israel's hit Damascus because we know Isaiah 17, 1 is going to come to pass. Damascus will be removed from being a city. So you're watching the setup for the entrance of the King, Jesus of Nazareth, coming so soon. Have a blessed week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.